0: At least
1: that's good. The
2: UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See Center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time.
3: It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, breaking overnight. The teenage suspect accused of shooting two administrators at his Denver high school has been found dead this morning, how the community is coping amid the search for answers.
4: What's more important, being safe or feeling
5: safe?
3: We're at that school live. Then pay for play? The University of Notre Dame speaking out this morning about college athletes profiting off their name, image and likeness and
6: its impact on the game. Put education at the center. Put our students at the center. Don't make us into some second-class professional league. There's no future in that.
3: Our exclusive interview with the school's president and athletic director, just ahead. Plus, give me five. From keeping your kids safe, to styling your hair, to making sure your house is really clean, We've got the top tips from a pediatrician, hairstylist, and house cleaner, including the five things they'd never do. And here she comes again, a new surprise from Dolly Parton going behind the scenes to give fans an incredible inside look at her life. Get ready to read all about it today, Thursday, March 23rd, 2023.
4: Yeah. Celebrating my 60th and my 65th on our senior trip.
2: From the
7: stupid
8: schools in, in Wisconsin.
9: Wishing my mama a happy birthday.
8: In Hillsboro, Alabama. From Kingston, Tennessee. Go balls. From Salt River, Arizona. Today's our fifth anniversary.
5: Students from Florida Atlantic University, go out. From Fort Lauderdale. Hi to my grandma. We love love you, gran.
4: From Ellicott City, Maryland. Mom Mom turns 82 today.
3: Happy birthday, mom! Love that. Happy, happy. Uh, Welcome back to today on this Thursday morning. So glad you were with us. Savannah's off; she's feeling a little under the weather this morning. Hoda enjoying vacation. Always good to have Chanel Jones and Marley. Good to see you.
4: They'll be back soon, and we'll go outside and say hi to all those folks coming up in just a bit. We will. It
3: is a busy Thursday morning, so let's get right to your news at eight. We're going to start with that breaking news out of Denver. The manhunt is over. For the teenager who police say shot and injured two administrators at his high school, police say they found his body last night. NBC's Morgan Chesky has made his way to Denver. He has the very latest. Morgan, good morning.
0: Yeah, Craig, good morning. And authorities say they found the body of 17-year-old Austin Lyle about 50 miles away from where that shooting took place here at Denver East High School. Uh, they are not going into any other details other than there is no longer a threat to this community. That 17-year-old is who authorities say opened fire on two school administrators yesterday morning when they were conducting what they called a pat-down procedure of that student due to a security protocol a call that had been put in place specifically for him. Now, important to note here, Craig, the Cherry Creek School District has confirmed with NBC News that Lyle was expelled from an Aurora area high school last year for violating, quote, board policy. Uh, we don't know exactly what that entails. We're hoping to find out more. Uh, in the meantime, as for those two administrators who were wounded in this shooting, we're told one has been released from a hospital. However, another remains in serious condition. Of course, we're still waiting to hear how this teenager was able to obtain that handgun that authorities say is now in their possession and hope to find out more about a potential motive. Greg. Morgan Chesky-Force in Denver. Morgan, thank you.
4: Paying college athletes and the impact on the game is one of the hottest topics out there. Now, an iconic university is coming down hard on the issue. In an opinion piece in the New York Times published this morning, the leaders of the University of Notre Dame are saying not enough is being done to regulate all the money now floating to these players. NBC's Stephanie Gosk has more on this. Steph?
9: Hey, guys, good morning. You know, less than two years ago, the NCAA changed the rules about college athletes using their name, image or likeness to make money. It's known as NIL. But the president and athletic director at Notre Dame say the new system is already damaging college athletics and they want something done about it.
5: Um, we'll see where
9: that Nat Marshall is a political science major and a star forward for Notre Dame's Fighting Irish. These days that can come with endorsements.
5: Right now I have Jan Sport. I just signed that one, the backpack company. Bumble, the dating app. Uh-huh. Um
9: How do we find the time for it? I don't. So I kinda just squeeze it in there. The NCAA changed the rules in twenty twenty one, allowing student athletes to make deals with brands. And in some cases, they're making millions, like Olivia Dunn at LSU. Are we talking six figures? Are we talking seven? Can you say? Um I'm very grateful to be making seven figures. Notre Dame's President Father John Jenkins supported the change.
6: I am fully supportive of the right of our student-athletes to use their name, image, and likeness as they wish because every other student could do it.
9: But in today's New York Times, Father John Jenkins and Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick write, the new NIL rules have proven to be easy to abuse. Many schools funnel money to recruits under the guise of a supposed third-party licensing deal, regardless of whether a player's name, image, and likeness have any market value whatsoever. The rule is you're not allowed to use NIL enticements to recruit players. Is that rule working?
6: No. Uh, And I think everyone would agree with that. I think there's no real enforcement mechanism.
9: Schools are not allowed to set up NIL contracts with athletes. But in some cases, groups loyal to the school, called collectives, are striking deals.
6: Some college administrators will say that um, all the collective is 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 basically laundering money, right, from a school's donors through it to athletes, uh, which is why. Several people believe the current system is not the way to do things.
9: According to Swarbrick, it has upended the college recruiting process, especially for football and men's basketball.
0: Third parties are promising a significant payment to a student athlete if he or she will attend a certain school.
9: Father John calls it pay-to-play.
6: Once you go down a path to say we're paying them for their play, you go more and more to this professional model, and you lose sight of this educational purpose that these programs were set up for in the first place.
9: Why can't there be some level of professionalism in college athletics? It's certainly been a money-making venture for a long time in this country.
0: It, it has for some schools. It's, it's important to note that a lot of schools subsidize their athletic programs. They're, it's, they're not money-making.
9: Father John is calling on the NCAA to focus on student-athletes as students first, athletes second.
0: Put education
6: at the center. Put our students at the center. Don't make us into some second-class professional league. There's no future in that.
9: Notre Dame suggests a number of fixes, including asking Congress to get involved in setting up minor leagues for men's basketball and football. But both Father John and Swarbrick agree there's little support for doing that. We also should note the TV rights to Notre Dame football are owned by NBC Sports. Guys, back to you. All right, Steph, thank you. That is one hot topic. And it's Opinions a deba- it's, all over the well, place. It's a
3: debate that's not going to end yeah. anytime soon yeah. as well.
4: Uh, Hoda's on vacation. That means you're up for the booth. Right. We have a good one for you this morning. Here we go. A six-year-old boy has been wanting a baby brother or sister for a really long time. Long time. It's been at the top of his wish list for every birthday and every Christmas for the past two years. So watch what happens when his mom gave him a new T-shirt with some very good news printed
8: on it. I'm going to be a
4: big big No. I don't
8: know.
7: I got a baby brother. Right
4: Oh, that is so sweet. He's going to be a good big brother. You can see there he's overwhelmed with happiness. The news almost too good to be true. He hugged his mom with tears of joy streaming down his face. That's a good one. That's a good boost. How sweet.
3: Uh, Still ahead here on a Thursday morning. The last-minute decision... By a fan of Law & Order SVU that led to an unforgettable encounter. Carson's going to have that for us.
4: But first, today's five things, including what your hairdresser wishes you would not do, and more expert advice
8: to improve your daily life. That's right after this. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
1: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed.
3: Back now, eight fourteen, with today's five things. This is where we bring in professionals to tell us what they would never do when it comes to their areas of expertise. And this morning, we are featuring a pediatrician, a hairstylist, and a house cleaner. So first up, Dr. Alana Levine. She's a pediatrician at Orangetown Pediatrics in New York. She's got more than 20 years of experience. Dr. Levine, good to have you.
5: Great to be here. Let's
3: dig in here. As a pediatrician, first up, I would never
5: let my child get on a bicycle, a scooter, or really anything with wheels without a helmet, even if it's just in the driveway. I make all of my patients pinky promise me that they won't do it because it's so tempting. And I tell them that you only have one head and you really need to protect it. Uh,
3: It doesn't matter how far you're going either on that. Exactly. And you also say as a pediatrician up next number two, as a pediatrician, I would never buy a trampoline for my own backyard.
5: Absolutely. And this one was really tough for my own kids because they really wanted one. But I've seen so many injuries and broken bones from trampolines, especially when there's more than one child jumping at a time. And let's face it, who wants to bounce by themselves? Exactly. So trampolines are a no.
3: This next one's is going to be pretty controversial. As a pediatrician, I would never let my child charge their cell phone in their own bedroom.
5: Yes. Why? This is a tough one, but plain and simple, it interferes with sleep and uh. sleep is so important, right? We all get that dopamine hit, even adults, when you get a notification on your cell phone and think about it for kids. So much of their social life is on their phone. So it's irresistible if that goes off in the middle of the night. So I say, charge them outside of the room. And the kids will push back and say, but my phone is my alarm clock. And on that, I say, go old school. There are still digital alarm clocks available for purchase. Get one of those.
3: This next one, I'm guilty of doing this. I would never, as a pediatrician, send my child to school with ibuprofen. Yes. Why not?
5: (laughs) Well... If your child wakes up with a fever in the morning and you say, oh, I'm just going to give some ibuprofen or acetaminophen or some other fever-reducing medication and send my child off to school, you're actually hurting other children because you're sending your child to school when they're potentially most contagious. And also, think about your own child. Once the medication wears off, they're really going to feel lousy.
3: And last, never stray from car safety guidelines,
5: huh? Yes. And so this is easy in the beginning, right? For infants and toddlers, they need to be in rear-facing car seats. They're not going to put up a fight. Parents know to do this. But once they graduate to a booster seat, when they've outgrown the limits of their car seat, I find that sometimes parents will take the kids out too soon. Uh So. You don't go based on age in terms of graduating from a booster. You go based on height because you need to be tall enough for the seatbelt to fit you properly. And typically that happens around four feet, nine inches. Okay. And for some kids, they may be eight or 12. And I can tell you, 12-year-olds do not want to sit in a booster.
3: Right. Dr. Levine, thank you.
4: Thank Chanel, you. over to you. Oh, those are really good. I'm yeah. kind of
5: guilty of a couple
4: of those. All right, so I'm here with Joseph Maine, Color Wow's Artistic Director. And he has tips on what he would never do after nearly 15 years in the hair industry. Joseph, good morning. Good morning. All right, you have some really good so people care about their hair. So let's dive into what they shouldn't be doing. First up, you say you'd never use a shampoo that over promises. What do you mean by that?
10: So now whenever shopping for shampoos, they're all saying that they're going to moisturize, volumize, and some say they're even going to tone your hair. And that's mm-hmm. all of those are red flags to me. That's really? your shampoo saying that it's going to leave ingredients behind on your hair. Imagine you're massaging all of these ingredients into your scalp. So your shampoo should be doing one thing, and that's cleaning your hair. Mm. And so over time, those ingredients can build up on your hair. They can make your hair appear great they greasy quicker, they can affect your styling, and they can even impede healthy hair growth.
4: That makes sense. So you don't need all the things in a shampoo, because that makes sense. All right, so next you say don't sleep with an elastic or a rubber band, which people do all the time. They
10: do it all the time, but this is a sure way to break your hair. So mm-hmm. don't sleep with a tight elastic. There's really great options now, like silk uh, silk scrunchies mm-hmm, and such, that mm-hmm. are really gentle on your hair. And you can go ahead and use your elastics during the daytime. Just be careful when you're removing them. You can use, instead of pulling them, try to use like a hot tool to Just pop, pop the off. elastic off. Oh instead of pulling it out.
4: I never even thought about that. This one, next one is interesting. You say you wouldn't use styling tools after you hairspray your hair. You got it in place. Don't put that flat iron or that curling iron back on top of it.
10: Yeah, hairspray is the opposite of a thermal protectant. These, even in aerosol, is going to be wet. They have resin in them, so they're really sticky, mm. and they're going to sizzle on your hair and actually fry your hair. So just use hairsprays as a finisher. There's really great thermal protectants you can use on either wet or dry hair, God. but hairspray is not Growing one up, of them. Growing up, I just got used
4: to the sizzle, and then yeah. the flat iron has all that crap on it. I see people it. do it all the time. Um, all right, so you say you never judge a product based on on its price exactly do that one
10: quickly so there's great products at all price points some luxury items you're paying for a gorgeous bottle and then you know there's great affordable items as well i think it's really important to find ingredients that work well for you and just really okay. look for some science-backed products
4: okay this last one you don't cut your hair thinking it's going to help it to grow longer faster
10: nothing that you do to the ends of your hair is going to help follicle it's growth in the
4: ends though for sure right it's
10: important to keep your ends healthy so that you're they're not breaking and splitting but it's not actually going to enhance growth
4: that is A good one, because I thought so. All right, Carson, your turn.
11: All right, thanks very much. We've got Vanessa Amaro from Austin, Texas here, professional cleaner for nearly a decade, runs her own business like a boss, a self-proclaimed queen of cleaning on TikTok, over 5 million followers. Vanessa, good to see you. Let's just get right to it. First up, as a cleaner, you say that you never have to, you should always clean the ceiling fan, and you should do it first. Why?
2: Yes, well, you want to start cleaning from the top and work your way down, because you don't want to have to re-clean something that you already cleaned, right? So always start at the top and then work your way down. So ceiling funds first sheets and everything, then.
11: That makes sense. Yeah. Next up, never use gloss or polish on wood floors. Yes,
2: so wood polish is actually going to ruin your wood floors with time. It creates like a film that will peel. So if you're at the store and you have a wood polish and a wood cleaner, go for the wood cleaner and leave the wood polish behind.
11: All right, very good. And also when you clean lights, there's a good tip for when you're cleaning.
2: Yes, so this is a housekeeper tip. Always turn your lights off. When
11: you're cleaning mirrors. When
2: you're cleaning mirrors. Why? Well, the light bulb actually releases heat and so it evaporates your cleaner before you get a chance to clean. So that's why you get streaks and marks. So always turn your lights off and then clean your mirrors.
11: Vanessa, a great tip when you're cleaning a surface is to do what?
2: Okay. Spray your towel. Never directly. Why not? Because you're going to be spraying your wall, your floor, or even your food if it's close by. So always a towel, never the surface.
11: And how about when you're rinsing things like a tub or whatnot? Okay. What should you use?
2: Well, always use cold water because hot water has more kinetic energy in it, which means it produces or creates more suds and bubbles. So if you want to save yourself some time, always use cold water.
11: You rocked it. That's why you're the queen of TikTok. (laughs) Thank you so much. These are some great tips. Appreciate it, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Also, Joseph, thank you. And Dr. Levine, as well. As well, let's get over to Al Roker. Uncle Al? All right. Best time of the morning, Popstar. Hey. I broke like three out of the five pediatrician roles. Oh, I heard totally. You say oh, yeah. yeah. Here. Here. I'm like in the market for a trampoline. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and here's some <laughs> time now. Right. I go to school.
11: Yeah. See you later. First up on Popstar. Good morning, everybody. We got Dolly Parton, the country icon, adding to her book collection. This fall, Dolly's going to release Behind the Seams, My Life in Rhinestones. For the first time, she'll be sharing the full story behind her lifelong passion, for fashion and how oh. she developed her distinct Dolly style. The book's going to feature behind the scenes stories from Dolly's life and career and a look at her private costume archive spanning over 60 years, complete with her famous wigs, sky high heels, and those eye catching stage clothes. Part in sharing this excitement uh, on putting out a statement saying in other words i'm not sure where it was i don't know if dolly has an instagram page or not (laughs) but it says it is my hope that you will enjoy a look at my life in costume and hair and get to know some of the great people who've helped shape my life and my look behind the scenes my life in rhinestones will be available on october 17th Cool. cool next up courtney cox you probably remember her as monica geller the clean freak from friends who will go to extreme lengths to make sure that things are tidy Right, Monica, you got a bucket and some soap. I got a
2: Oh yeah, I got I got soap and sponges and rags and carnauba wax and polishing compound.
8: You don't even have a car.
2: I know, but uh, one time there was this really dirty car parked in front of the building, so I I washed it. And And
11: six others. There you (laughs) go. Well, for Courtney Cox, life imitates art. Less than a month after she got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, she paid that star a visit on Hollywood Boulevard, and she just couldn't help herself from making sure that things were, you know, nice and clean. All right, next up Law and Order SVU. A last minute decision for an SVU superfan ended up leading to one of the best days of her life. Taylor Coulson from L.A. threw on this T-shirt with the characters Olivia Benson and Elliot Stabler uh, before catching a flight. And who do you think she ran into on the plane? None other than Olivia Benson herself. Marisha Hargitay loved the shirt so much she added a picture of it to her Instagram story. That's also snapping a photo together. Taylor uh, shared the encounter on TikTok and her video now has more than a million and a half views of it. Also She's been an SVU fan forever and almost didn't even wear the shirt that day, sharing the universe could have not made. More, uh, this happened more. That's so awesome. There you go. Check out more of those that's cool. on our that's website. Good.
5: That's
4: really cool. And
11: we got. That's it. Yeah. Who yeah. should we put on our t-shirts?
4: So maybe we can meet somebody. Just ahead, we are marking National Puppy Day with some adorable and adoptable guests. Plus, how to set yourself up for success when you add a pet Uh-oh. to your family. We'll talk about
3: it. New addition for the Daily Family. Going to the dogs.
6: <laughs>
4: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
3: Uh-oh. We are back. It is eight thirty on a Thursday morning, March twenty third. Oh, by the way, in addition to it being Thursday morning, it is also National Puppy Day. In case you did not know, so that would explain why the show is just is going to the dogs this morning. All right, doggies. cute little dogs. Yeah. all of these puppies. Up for adoption. We're gonna have. That's more, right. More on that. the Jones family. Oh, and the, I know. Uh,
11: Anybody maybe want? The Daly family oh,
3: the, the, Mel- oh, the
11: Melvin family could use a dog. Make sure God. the kids are on the for school. family's got one big dog right <laughs> Oh, that's that's <laughs> all we need, right? That's right. all we need. How long till Who Let the Dogs Out plays? Oh, we're com- oh. coming. Give it no three, three, minutes, minutes. Right? three minutes. Classic. All right, good. Also, this morning, our buddy Martha Stewart's here, getting ready to show us how to make one of her favorite recipes. She's got one million recipes. Of course, literally one of Martha's favorites. I've grabbed mine. It's a delicious fish burger. Um, And then from Parade on
4: Broadway, Ben Platt and Michaela Diamond are here this morning. The show just opened to fantastic reviews, and we are so excited. They are going to treat us to a live performance.
11: That's right.
3: And then on the third hour, we're going to have more on tonight's return of March Madness. Mm-hmm. It's always sweet when the king of khaki, Steve Kornacki, stops by <laughs> and breaks
4: down the brackets. I love it. And we want to mention tomorrow and today, the author of Crying in H Mart. Michelle Zahner is joining us. Her memoir resonated with so many people, and now it's finding a new audience, so we're going to talk to her about that.
3: Alright, before we do anything else, Mr. Oka, how about one more chat? Let's look ahead to our weekend, see what you can expect for Friday. Spring beauty down through the southeast, but a tornado risk. Mid-Mississippi River Valley, heavy Snow from the four corners all the way up into the Pacific Northwest will continue on Saturday. Heavy snow around the Great Lakes, strong storms moving into the southeast and kind of snowy in the northeast as well. And then Sunday, 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 Sunday. nice day around the Ohio Valley, looking for uh, sunny skies, seasonal temperatures, showers, and storms down through the Gulf. And that rocky snow continues. Hey, they're going to the Sweet 16, right? Those Yay. owls. Woo, go that's where Sam Brock was this morning. Oh, by, by the way, they're in the marching band too. Oh, all right. yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. All right, and we got Tennessee fans over here.
7: And
4: can oh, we, we've got K State, State over there. We've got fans the Kansas over, there. Folks over there. Yes.
3: So lots of folks, right. of course, love Sweet it. 16 happening just a few blocks from here over the
4: Bronx cool. over there. Right. That's. <laughs> Staten Island over there. Northwest. Wait, what? We've got a Northwestern Medill School of Journalism <laughs> folks here. Why didn't <laughs> you guys tell me?
11: Are, good morning. They, well?
4: Oh, my goodness. You want to go, go
11: on, on over? Go no, yeah, say hi. Come on, come on, Those I'm are come, your come, people. Come, 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 come. And explain what Wait, you're Wait, you guys didn't about. tell
4: me you were coming. Hi. Hey. Can you guys meet up? This is our Dean, Charles Whitaker.
11: Hi, Chanel. How are you?
4: Welcome hey. all the way from Evanston, Illinois. What's the occasion?
0: Uh, we're here with our IMC graduate students, Integrated right. Marketing Communication. Well,
4: good to see you here what in New York City. All right. Look at that. Craig, take it away. My well, people are here. People? Hey, there's a folks from Wofford over here.
3: A proud graduate of Northwestern. Pride joy of Northwest. That's right. Go Cats. Uh, when we come back, we're going to meet our special guests. We're here to help us celebrate National Puppy Day, and they're all up for adoption. We're going to talk about some tips and tricks to help train your family's furry friends as well. But first, this is Today on NBC.
8: Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal.
4: Back on the plaza, oh, celebrating National Puppy Day by hanging with adorable and adoptable, most importantly, pups from Gimme Shelter Animal Rescue on Long Island.
3: Welcoming a puppy into your family an exciting time, obviously, but it also can come with some challenges as well. So here with some tips on how to become the best puppy parents. Oh. Pet expert Andrea Arden. By the way, look who's joined our puppy
7: party, oh, Martha, Stewart. I'm so busy. And, uh, Martha Stewart. Martha <laughs> Stewart. Yes, and Andrea, I have a question. Yes. Now, how do I keep this beautiful little Oliver secure and happy on the way home?
12: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think one of the things people need to think about is that management, using management tools, is one of the most important things about being a responsible pet parent. So, using a long-term confinement area, like an exercise pen, using a crate at home for house training and for travel, and using on-leash supervision are three really good tools to consider.
4: Excellent advice. Alright, so I have Wiley here. Wiley also needs a good home. How do you keep puppies like this happy. You know, I have to say that I think sometimes people forget that it's just the little
12: things that make puppies happy. Just playing with them. You know, get yourself a a tug toy that's long like this one. Play tug with them. Get them food-stuffable chew toys um, so that they can be kept busy when you can't spend time with them. It's really just about making sure that you find quality time throughout the day to bond with them and that you use those tools I just mentioned to prevent predictable problems. Okay, somebody take Wiley.
3: Stop (laughs) Wiley, please. So, Andrew, let's talk about Ella here and and the leash. Like, how, how do you know if you're holding a leash? too tight or not tight enough?
12: You know, I think I'm going to actually just cross in front of you, and I'm going to say that one of the things I would suggest doing, Uh hold that in front of Ella's face, let her lick at that, and then we're going to pull all of her back. If you use that as a way to keep her next to you, you're not going to have to worry about pulling too tight on the leash. And that's an example of using management, saying she's in an environment where she's a little overstimulated. Let's give her something to do. It's sort of like bringing kids to a restaurant and giving them crayons to play with.
3: That's a great tip. Thank you. Thank
12: you. Now? Let's pull these guys away, though. Come here. Come oh, here.
11: sorry.
2: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. Did you have a question
11: for me, Al? Uh, not, I, I, can just,
2: well, I can just throw out. <laughs> yeah, <that's here. laughs>
11: I don't, but Laney
3: here is, is pretty well behaved. Beautiful. Do they naturally sit like Fair this, puppy. or Aww. how do you get Fair that puppy. going on?
12: You know, I think one of the ways that dogs get our attention is when they do behaviors that get attention. And behind the scenes, we were playing with her, and we were rewarding her when she sat. So I think it's now something that she's thinking, oh, is this a good thing to do sit. for you guys? Is this something.
3: Martha you're, like? Martha, you're a
11: natural with that puppy. I know, puppy. she
3: is. She is.
11: And she's I have good. Her,
4: I Four dogs. Oh.
11: So you've been a puppy for a while. You knew it,
4: didn't you?
11: It's okay. See you daily? All right. We got Daisy. I'm holding Daisy. This is a, Daisy is blind. And Daisy's sister is Poppy. Yeah. Poppy is here on the leash. And I think the question for these two is, what can you do now while they're young? What sort of training program can you create so that they'll be obedient when they're older? You know,
12: I think one of the things people need to think about is just focusing on the basics. Teaching your dog to be polite, Easy. to greet so people by please. sitting, <laughs> to make sure that they learn um, good house training skills and yeah. that they're well socialized. That's really at the core of having a well-behaved dog. And I'm going to step over here. Yeah, and that's I'm a good gonna, idea. I'm going to help you. Yes, thank
11: you. <laughs> I blame Craig. You don't have a dog. You <laughs> do not have a dog. Never the dog. It's always the it's owner.
3: Always the right. It's true. always the person. That's a
11: good point. We, is we talk about training it's our true. dogs, but the Thank owner's geez. a lot of
3: time. Okay,
12: Al, I love you so much, even more than than before because that is so spot on. Oh, yeah. People call me a dog trainer, but actually, I think we're more people trainers. For sure. Yeah.
11: Mm. Now, who's taking yeah. who for a walk here? <laughs> exactly. That's so, that's
12: that's my <laughs> All
11: thank, 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 thank you guys.
1: When so so, people way, are interested
12: so in adopting these little ones, what do they do? Um, they can go to Gimme Shelter Animal Rescue um, okay. and they can find out more information about each of them. Okay. And they can submit an application. Can we get
3: down there? And Happy we can't National forget about Puppy our Day, older
11: everybody. dogs. I'm
3: oh, absolutely I know. adopting an older dog. Good work, right Daisy. Out. More information on our website, by the way, Job popping Up next, The real reason that Martha is actually here with us this morning. She's going to share the secrets behind one of her absolute favorite recipes. But first, this is today on NBC.
11: And we're back with today food here with the great Martha Stewart. She's making one of her favorites. It's a classic fish burger and with more than 50 cookbooks full of recipes. For you to say this is one of your personal favorites, I mean it's gotta be good, Martha.
7: Well, I I really like the fish hake. It's a inexpensive fish compared hake. Huh. And uh, it's a member of the codfish family, and and it's a wonderful white fish. And when you cut it up into nice little cubes like this, it comes like that. That's uh-huh. a that's a fillet. Mm. Um, just is it like a halibut? I've not heard of it. No, no, it's it's lighter than a halibut. Okay. Mm. Uh, and and as I say, less expensive bread crumbs. Uh-huh. Nice fresh bread crumbs. So just mm. take a white loaf and grind it up in the food processor. Okay. Two eggs. Yeah. Mm. Really easy. Are those eggs from your farm? Yes, they are. They <laughs> are. Yes, they are. The- Oh, the hens are laying really well right now because of the warm use, like,
11: weather. By the way, can you use boxed uh, uh, Italian breadcrumbs or
7: panko or something like that? Oh, uh, yes, or? you could. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. But, I know um, you make everything fresh. Though. But so this is a delicious and a little bit of cayenne pepper, which is very nice. Did you catch
11: the hake in your little lake out there? <laughs> no, the no. Hake or? is a
7: saltwater fish. Okay. Not a fresh How come one. you don't have a saltwater pond? Um, well, I'm so sorry, but in Maine <laughs> I do. <laughs> in, Maine in Maine I do. In oh, Maine you oh, do. Okay. okay. Well, a so a then don't apologize if you have one. Incredible. A teaspoon of salt. Yep. Some fresh. The um, ground ch- uh, chopped chives. Right from the garden, no oh, doubt. Yes, and uh, don't forget capers. Yeah. Caper. Ooh, why are those crushed c- capers? A quarter like of a cup okay. of chopped capers. Chopped capers, mm-hmm. Rinse okay. them out of the jar and then. Uh, How about some and, mayo? Are you going uh, to bind this thing? Oh, definitely. You're making like a crab cake, basically. It yeah. is. It's like a crab cake, but it's a burger. This because is because It's amazing. Not gonna- and here's the mayo.
11: We have so our just, taster. Chanel's already finished. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm almost finished.
5: It. Oh, this so, is oh, phenomenal. Wait, so what do you
7: think, guys? It's perfect. so good. So Of oh, course, wait until you try it. Why this. don't
11: we eat more fish burgers in America?
7: I don't know. Right? Wow. It's, it's not fine. that hard to make. No, no. it's not hard at and all. And it's a nice alternative to red uh-huh. meat it exactly. is. or chicken. It uh-huh. is. Uh-huh and or turkey right. turkey burgers are good too they're one of my favorites so this is very nice mixture uh, make the burgers a nice way to make them uniform in size is to use a little ring like this oh. yep. like a biscuit ring okay and uh just take some of the nice mixture mm-hmm. and put mm. it in here pack it mm-hmm. and I, I like to put this on parchment paper and chill it before i oh. um, actually oh, that, cook the burgers mm-hmm. look at that perfect burger that's ideal see how nice it so i have you can't some see it at home, but i have flawless. some that are already chilled okay. Yum. And and they're going to go and why, right into Why do into we chill a, it, Martha? Why, a little olive oil. Why do you chill yeah. the burger? They hold their shape. Just hold oh, it, it totally together a little more. Yeah, because the crumbs and the mayo—it all gets a little bit uh, firmer. It's
11: a cold plunge. Things. It's all the rage. <laughs> yeah.
7: And then just brown these. Yeah. Uh, and it takes about it eight minutes or ten minutes to cook. i got to go back to the hake. How come I don't see hake at the, my you. local market? Is but it, you're not asking for it. You, haven't it? Oh, have you have to ask it. for it? Yes, ask it's for it. It's there. Because what, do they hold stuff in the back? No, no, they have the salmon, they have the cod, right, I they that. have I see the that. halibut. I see that. That's And right. some of these Just are $29 for the halibut. a, a okay. pound now. For the halibut? Just for the halibut. And now this is, one of the garnishes is pickled onions. Yeah. So this is Japanese rice wine vinegar, a little bit of sugar, and a little bit of salt. It's like
11: a sake. Almost. A
7: red, a red mm-hmm. onion, sliced, mm-hmm. peeled and sliced, make, and just let that stay for oh a day or two, and look what happens. It pickles right up. Wow. See how pretty?
11: What other sort of toppings you like to put on oh, your fish? well, butter?
7: I like I like the onions. First, a little mayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. They're not yeah, ready. I, to I'm just kind of so seeing They're not ready. How they really aren't. I thought they'd yeah. be sticky. This is a, all mustard art, mayo, no. a, a mustard mayo, a buttered a buttered brioche bun. Ugh. Mustard mayo. So oh add about a couple tablespoons of Dijon mustard to your mayo. Of course you would. It's so good. The brioche Get that body. ready, and Carson, then put a, a couple perfect. pickled onions on. Idea. Carson, How try these. Let are. me
11: while I have you. Let me ask you just two quick business questions okay. here. Okay. Uh, book number one hundred, I believe, is in the workshop. <laughs> <autobiography>. <laughs> I'm,
7: I'm running home right after this to to take more pictures. My hundred favorite recipes will be my hundredth wow. book. Wow. Oh, and sure. we learned a little bit about you too in your uh, past. And oh yes, and a lot of a lot of when you were a Marine. pictures. Never a marine, okay. <laughs> no. Always a Girl Scout. Okay, right. Yes, definitely a Girl Scout. And how
11: about the Roku show, Martha and, Cooks?
7: Oh, gosh, we're doing that. Um, we have so many wonderful shows on Roku now. We they have my whole library yeah, too. that's uh, nice. On channel four four eight. Mm-hmm. I live at forty eight. <laughs> Right. I lived at 48 we'll don't tell Hill people, Road, we'll don't and tell I give you your at, address, Martha. Well, I live at 48. She's, she's I'm, not currently? Telling, I'm not. Yeah, two houses, both I'm number 48. I'm going to edit that out. Yeah. So, I'm no. Don't That's edit ridiculous. it out. Four, four, eight. I don't know Western. where it is. I'll take care of it on the West Coast. It's, but we're, You're in, in trouble it, now. It's in, it's in. It's in Hudson, New York. No, all no, right. Security, just keep calm, people.
11: Has Snoop Dogg moved in yet? You're going to need his help here. No,
7: not yet. But he, yeah, his bodyguard, Tiny, is the tiny, tiny Of course. Martha,
11: As always, thank you so much. Thank you. Are you enjoying it? This is phenomenal. That's awesome of Martha Cook's premieres Monday, April
0: 3rd on Roku. This is today on NBC. Martha, thank you. Thank
11: you,
12: thank you. Put the on
11: tonight.